Hello and welcome to Square Raindrop for 2024. I'm Joe Wheeler. And I'm Steph Goulter. Happy New Year, Joe. Happy New Year and have we been conspicuous by our absence or what? <laughs> yes, we, the last you heard from us, we said we'd do a countdown every day until Christmas. And that was the last you heard from us. <laughs> Yeah, well, you now know what the weather's like over Christmas, so what's the problem? Um, you didn't have a great Christmas, did you, Steph? No, I'm in that camp where Christmas is now over, let's forget all about it and let's move on. Yippee, we're in a new year. But essentially, what happened was I got COVID just before, um, around about sort of 10th to 15th of December, I got COVID. Then my little boy got sick and I thought, oh, bless him, he must have it too. So I, you know, lots of sympathy, not worried about his poisonous illness fumes that he's breathing on me turned out he didn't have covid he had something else so the combination of covid and whatever he had got me good and proper and i was in bed for five days before christmas so missed christmas day entirely because i was sleeping i had to get out of my sick bed off my sick bed because on christmas day my dad managed to fall over badly cut his head and his fingers and end up in a and e so I had to drag myself off my deathbed to go down to A&E, not even the closest one, they took him to a one further away, and um, spend Christmas night with him there, and then nurse him for a few days, and then take him back home. So yes, after all of that, I was thoroughly exhausted. Um, obviously, my dad is now fine, so that is good. But we're now in 2024, and I'm sure my fortunes will change. How was your Christmas, Joe? <laughs> Mine was a lot quieter than yours, that much I can tell you, yes. Um, as you know, I've got five children, uh, one was in York looking after a new baby. Um, three were together in Cheshire. And I had my middle daughter, Millie, here with me. So we had a very quiet one, but she did insist. I thought I was going to get away without Christmas dinner, but no, 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 no. She wanted the proper turkey. And the last one I could find, the last one in Lincolnshire, yeah, it was a huge beastie bird, right? So we had to, uh, I brined that the day before, picked it up at like, oh, crack of dawn. Um, and then, you know, put it in the oven didn't check the recipe so when I opened the oven a couple of hours later it was still shivering oh, <laughs> somebody no. put the heating on yes so all my timings were out but that was okay it was fine I think we eventually ate about 9 30 at night or something like that <laughs> that was always the case um yeah in Doha I used to have family and friends come and visit so it would and it was always a big bird we were given it by a friend of ours so we weren't going to say no can you have something smaller I was like we'll take anything um and it took a lot of people to squash that thing in the oven. And we'd always say to everybody, we'll have lunch, you know, around one or two o'clock, maybe three. <laughs> anyway, it would never be, it would be seven. People went, yeah, 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 okay, two o'clock, yeah, yeah. we'll even turn up. There's no point. Absolutely. And then, then, you know, as soon as Christmas, literally, you know, the, the, the clock had chimed 12, the weather went, right, hang on a second, hold my beer. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got a job to do here. We've seen so many storms since Christmas. But I, I've actually lost track of the names of them. I can remember like the last one and that's about it. And the ones before you're going, I can't remember now. But I mean, Hank came along to bite me on the bum because this was the day after New Year's Day, wasn't it? Second, second of January. And I had in all faith decided to go and see my daughter and new grandchild uh, in York, which is about two and a half hours from here. So I set off. They named the storm about an hour into the journey. Well, I could have named it for them because conditions were atrocious on the roads. And I pulled into Doncaster Services and, you know, where the cars come into park, it actually looked like boats were coming in. You've kind of got a bow wave and a bit of a wake behind them. And 
honestly, I was thinking, I don't even know if I can drive through that bit, let alone carry on. And you're heading towards York, where you already know it's flooded. So what are you doing? Anyway, I made it there, made it back, stopped to do a few telly bits on the way, uh, as you do. <laughs> Welcome break. Um, but yes, it's all been a bit chaotic and uh, things are about to change. But before they do, I just want to say this is this is only my second outing of my Christmas jumper this year um, because because I haven't really seen anybody. And also because is it Twelfth Night? Is Twelfth Night the fifth or the sixth? Because I'm quite superstitious. I, I can answer this. I do know because my other half is from a Catholic country and they're very big on the three kings. The three kings came last night. Him and him, them and the camels turned up, dropped the presents for our kids in their shoes. Don't ask me, it's best not to ask. Um, and <laughs> have disappeared. So today is the day to take down all the Christmas stuff. And tomorrow is both of my children's birthdays. So in oh, wow. really busy, <laughs> there's a lot of presents giving over this period. And then that's it for the year. Because the Spanish tradition is to actually exchange presents on the 6th, isn't it? They, well, it, for Felipe um, in Argentina, they exchanged, they had one present from Santa on Christmas Day. So they don't understand this whole stocking thing and presents giving that we do. He's like, there's so much stuff. And I have to agree <laughs> with him, but we do it anyway. Um, so yeah, they exchanged one present from Santa and then the three kings would come and they would get presents in shoes. They're not very big presents then. No. I mean, as presents go, not... they're a tiny bit disappointing. Unless you're lucky to have enough enough to have size thirteen feet, yeah, it's Christmas is a bit bit of a disappointment. It, you could say that. Although when Mia looked at our six year old, looked in her shoe today and went, "Only one present," I went, "Oh dear, we have created a monster." <laughs> and then you've got to do it all again tomorrow. What a nightmare! Oh, yes. So yeah, their birthdays tomorrow, and they've got some friends coming round, but nothing crazy. I'm like, I can't cope with anything too close to Christmas. And then that's it. But we have their birthday in um, in July. We celebrate as as a party in July because otherwise they literally have nothing for the whole year. So I'm like, okay, let's have a gathering of their friends to do whatever it is that they want to do. Ice skating, no thanks. Don't want any fingers dropped off or uh, whatever else they might want to do. And then yes. At least they have something to do halfway through the year. July birthdays, of course, being the absolute best. Well, it's better than the 7th of January. Everybody's absolutely yeah. taking down their well, Christmas I'm, decorations. I'm, I'm the 3rd of July and it's always been absolutely brilliant. Um, got to say, I heard of a, a household hack for getting your Christmas tree out without dispensing all the needles all over the floor, if you've got a real one. Burn it. In not place. in the house. I think that's <laughs> going to go down really badly. Next to the pianos. Yeah, that's going to be that's not going to work. No, <laughs> sorry. No, apparently what you need right, is an old duvet cover. Right now, if I had an old duvet cover, it wouldn't be in my cupboard. But anyway, let's assume duvet cover then. And apparently what you do is you kind of pounce on it like a burglar and cover it all up and tie it up at the bottom. And that way you can get it out without it leaving pine needles on the floor. But you'll still be hoovering up in the middle of July. Well, that is ingenious if I had an old duvet cover. No, so, I haven't got one either. <laughs> maybe I'll go, go around and ask the neighbours if they've got one and then drag it out. I think I just normally drag it out and then just start hoovering. Years ago, I was coming back from London and I called ahead to my children to say, please, can you bring the Christmas, can you take the Christmas tree out? Because I'm actually quite superstitious. I don't care that you're not. I am. Um, 
and I've got bifold doors. So they opened the back door, discovered they couldn't get the Christmas tree through it. So thought, we'll open the bifolds, which they did. Well, the bifolds then collapsed. And there's like seven of them. And when I got back, these seven heavy doors were kind of at a 45 degree angle. Yeah, with a howling wind and the rain coming in and they're trying to stop the dog getting out. Yeah, it was absolutely horrendous. And we had to take every single bit apart. And I'm with my eldest son, he's going, we can't do this, we can't do this. And I'm going, tell me what option we have. <laughs> this this window is going back in. Yeah, however we do it, it's going back in. And we did, we got it there. Well, do you know, that wouldn't happen this year, all the wind and the rain coming in, would it? Because fortunately, well, the rain's finally going. So we had the last massive lump of wet weather in the south, um, just down the road in Otterbourne, we got 44 millimetres from that one storm on top of everything else. People are trying to get to all sorts of after school activities, sending messages. I can't get there. I'm flooded. I can't get through that road. And now finally calming down, which is brilliant news. Indeed. You know, what is human suffer? Because actually had 100 percent of its January rainfall already. No way. Yeah, and that other day, the, the second when I went to York, I got back and my daughter was trying to come up from Cornwall, which was a crazy <laughs> place to come from, yeah, because that was where all the strongest winds were, 81 miles per hour at Exeter yeah. Airport. And I kept saying to her, it's going to be very wet and windy. Now, she lives most of the time in Oxford. I said, stop at Oxford, don't go any further. I said, a thousand people have been evacuated from Northamptonshire. There's obviously bad flooding there, don't come any further. Anyway, she got to Northampton and I got a call about 11.30 at night saying, I can't get out. Every road north is blocked, it's closed. And there are no diversions, or there are diversions, but they don't take me anywhere. So I had to spend an hour and a half on the phone to her, trying to take her south to take on a road oh, that no. wasn't flooded. It was horrendous, absolutely horrendous. And but did, like you say, did you say, your mother is always right. I told <laughs> you to stop in Oxford. You should have said, I have no sympathy. You didn't do what I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to happen, though, is it? I mean, you just don't. You just don't. Um, but you're absolutely right. And you know something, looking out of the window, which I haven't done much of this morning, it's all looking a bit misty murky out there, to be honest. Oh, here it's glorious. We've actually got blue skies. It's the first time I've seen them for about three years, it feels like. <laughs> well, do you know something? We had that glorious June, didn't we? Things went downhill in July. August, it seemed to have a storm every weekend. Then it was into autumn where we could kind of say, well, OK, the weather's appropriate. We'll stick with this. Then we never saw any winter really before December. And now suddenly we've got this high pressure, which looks as though it's going to stay well, it's going to hang around like a bad smell till the end of the month. Yeah, I've always said high pressures are like big flabby things that don't like to move anywhere in a great hurry. And the low <laughs> That's pressures... That's me after the... Christmas. Yeah. That's me after All Christmas. of us after Christmas. And then the lows are little whippy things, like they're children, essentially, whipping around and they push the big flabby things out of the way eventually when they get bored of them sitting there too long. So, yeah, the little ones have disappeared. We've now got this high pressure and it all depends on exactly where the high pressure is because a little bit further west or a little bit further north or south or whatever really changes the weather because it will change the wind direction and the aim of those showers that may bring some wintry weather. Ooh, wait for it. Ooh, we're shying away from the S word, shying <laughs> away from that S word. Um, so, yeah, we've got the potential, I think, for some wintry showers in the southeast tonight. Honestly, this is more exciting than Santa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but probably only, only over the uh, North Downs, over the high ground. And there's not much of that on the eastern side of the country. Um, and then, you know, what happens after that, as you say, is entirely down to the position of the high. This is a similar setup to what we had in 2018 with the beast from the east. 
uh, where we dragged in all this coal there from Russia. Now we're dragging it in from Scandinavia, where they've seen record lows of around minus 43.3. It's been crazy over there, really, really cold, the coldest for years. Not, I, I think generally it's not record breaking, but I think it's like matching records from a very long time ago but incredibly cold, but we're not quite tapping into that. So nobody needs panic and say, you know, we're getting to minus whatever it is, but it will feel cold. So even in the South, uh, I think by Tuesday, we're looking at a top temperature of two or three in many places, like generally, um, some places probably not even that high, but we've got a quite keen wind from the East. And so feels like temperature is going to be well below freezing, like minus three, minus four. It is going to feel cold, especially as it's been so mild up till now. That, that that is the critical thing, isn't it? Because I mean, it's not it's not warm here this morning. It's not terribly cold, but it's it's not warm. And I went outside and I thought, mm, do you know that's not too bad because there's no wind blowing. But as soon as that wind picks up and you get the wind chill factor, that is going to feel pretty bitter. Yes. Yeah, so if if you were lucky enough for Santa to bring you some earmuffs, a balaclava, um, <laughs> you know, an all in onesie, wear it all and the wardrobe, and you should be fine. You say don't panic about this cold air coming from Scandinavia. <laughs> I panicked yesterday when suddenly my heating failed. My oh, daughter's no, been wandering around the house going, she's going, it's cold. You haven't got the heating on. I said, for goodness sake, the heating is on. I have put it on. Yeah. And I've even turned the thermostat up to 12. No. <laughs> you and your heated gillet going, it's perfect. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. about. Okay. Um, no, I, I had to turn the thermostat up and then I had reason to spend time up, yes, upstairs yesterday and I could see my breath and I'm thinking something's not working here, like the heating's not working. And I think, yeah, somebody will be able to tell me better than I'm going to describe this, but when you, you've got the thermostat or whatever, it calls, if, if the temperature drops, it calls for heating from the boiler. And there's a little switch that goes, go on then, do it. Yeah, or don't do it, go on, do it, or don't do it. And I've had this problem before where it sticks. So I went the thermostat up and down a few times and suddenly it burst into life. And I was thinking, thank goodness for that, because we're just obviously starting a weekend and don't want to be calling people out until next week. But on the other hand, it's perishing cold around here. <laughs> At least, though, we're over the Christmas and New Year period because that could would be a little bit expensive. Well, absolutely. So we're going to have to wait and see where this high goes um, in terms of the weather. And of course, whilst we've got high pressure over us, a warning to parts of Europe, because low pressure systems in the Atlantic have two ways to go. One is over the top. The other is underneath. And so certainly looking at some of the charts longer term, which I know you don't believe in, but it does look like Spain and Portugal, southern parts of Europe are going to take a bit of a battering. Yeah, it is that time of year where you think, oh, it's so miserable here. Let's go abroad. And then you go abroad and you go, OK, so Southern Europe wasn't far enough, which is why the Canary <laughs> Islands are so popular at this time of year, because they're that little bit further where it is almost guaranteed sunshine during our winter. So, yeah, it looks like Southern Europe are going to get the little excited children loads that are whipping around. Yes, the <laughs> they will. Oh, wonderful. Now then, so uh, obviously uh, your secret Santa this Christmas was was a dose of COVID. Um, you won't be looking Mixed at that again. It's something that's yet to be identified, but I never want to see again. Yeah, I'm going to touch wood because luckily we managed to escape unscathed over Christmas. That's what being antisocial does for you. <laughs> um, and and have you made any New Year resolutions? Um, yes, uh, it will be to get the flu jab next year. <laughs> mine is to start being more organized i still have a pile of christmas cards that were never sent, oh, never bless sent. You. 
See, I was really, really good this year. For the first year, I was ahead with my presence. I was ahead with the cards. And I was like, get in there, Steph. You're good to go. And then I just couldn't move. So thank goodness I was ahead. Otherwise, I'd just keep them for next year. Kids would have had no presents. And uh, all my friends would have forgotten I existed. Luckily, my children are old enough that they just send me a list with links on it. I don't even need to see what it is. I just go, yep, 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 go for that. But of course, because, well, things changed coming up to Christmas. Again, uh, my daughter and her boyfriend both had COVID, so I couldn't visit. And I certainly couldn't visit there and then go and see my eldest daughter with the baby. No, so, no. you know, all the stuff that I had ordered here, there needed to be somewhere else. So whatever early planning I did do, all went to the dogs anyway. So I'm just going to give it, I'm going to deliver everything by the end of October next year. Because of course, from the beginning of December, because I play with the silver band, we were out caroling until literally we couldn't gasp another note of Silent Night. Um, it was just too much. And then Christmas happens. And then, like I say, the weather happened. And so it's just been full on, absolutely full on. But now we're in 2024. We're on day whatever it is, and the weather's calming down. So it there's brighter news on the horizon, Joe. Cling on to that. Put your feet. Yeah, but with the, the UK HSA have already uh, issued a cold weather alert. You know, I, I can't believe that we're not going to be called upon to talk about the, the, the cold. And what starts off as cold, yeah, does, well, there are signals that it then becomes very cold. And I love this in MetSpeak because when you go cold or very cold, they do the same thing with warm as well, but it's kind of, Hmm, this bit's okay that's just cold but when it gets to that that's very cold and you need my to take note phrase, of that my favorite phrase at the moment is um I, I was talking to you about this earlier so when they when it's mentioned about showers and uh they could be snow showers but it's it's usually phrased as there is a non-zero chance of snow showers <laughs> <laughs> non-zero what so there is there is, there isn't, isn't. Okay, I've got that. That's almost like a double negative. Right, so tonight, a non-zero chance of showers in the southeast. Exactly. Turning wintry over the higher ground. I've got it. I've yeah, got it. You learn fast, Joe. <laughs> I know, I know. Fantastic. Well, do you know something? I think we'll be watching that high for the next week or so. Are you still in recovery mode? Or are you fully up to speed again? Um, getting there. Yesterday was the first day I felt okay for about a month, so I think we're back. But um, I'm not going to say that too loudly in case anyone hears around me uh, and then like germs, and then they'll come and get me. So we'll have to stop that. I might just give you a call after tomorrow's double birthday party. <laughs> yeah, I'll be crying, sobbing into my <laughs> sobbing into my squash. <laughs> More than likely. But until next time, and obviously if anybody wants a personal forecast uh, yes. or wants any questions answering about the weather, you can contact us at... at on, on Twitter or X. We're at Squirt Raindrop because Square Raindrop didn't fit. Or you can email us at weather at squareraindrop.com.